I have a lot to say. And I'm just trying to, whatever, just. Okay. Okay, so I had basically a mystical experience happened to me about three weeks ago. It's taken me three weeks to integrate it into myself to have true kind of understanding of what this new knowledge is for me. And um, it's all around connecting to uh, my Celtic culture. Um, I'm like 98% um, Celtic DNA, Scotland, Ireland, uh, England and Wales, 2% Norway. And that cultural connection came through super strongly in almost a mystical way. And it was, it was, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. These past five days have just been like, with knowledge. It's like a downloading of wisdom. I was reading this book, To Speak to the Trees, by Diana Beresford Kroger. It was amazing. Um, she is Irish. Uh, she lives now in Canada. It was all about her life growing up under Brechenla and um, as an orphan in Lachines in Ireland and uh, what she's been taught basically. I was having a lot of resonance with her book because it's about connecting with the earth and learning about the earth and the plants and the trees and then it came to this one word in Gaelic it's in Irish it's Mohatiat Mohatiat and it means <laughs> the feeling in your chest that you have when you recognize sentience in a tree and over the week the past few weeks I realized that Mohatiat is just that heart connection with other beings that share soul with us and this blew open this understanding and this this connection to this word mohatiat this irish word um, opened a flood door for ancestral connection um, i felt ancestors i felt connected to this culture i felt an embodiment and a belonging in a way that i never have before and it was such a relief to me because I had read earlier uh, this book by Robin Wall Kimmerer called Braiding Sweetgrass, which I love, love, love so much. However, I resonated with that worldview. I felt connected to it. I felt that was in me, but I'm also not indigenous and that doesn't belong to me. Well, because I'm Celtic. <laughs> And Celts believe and feel in a very, very similar parallel way to indigenous people. If you loved braiding sweetgrass, but you're Celtic, meaning you have Scottish, Irish, um, English and Welsh ancestry, any of those, read To Speak for the Trees. It is the Celtic braiding sweetgrass. I shit you not. That's... That's what made this so important to me and so significant is because I belonged 
to this culture. I belong to Celtic culture. Everything about me that I had been kind of weird my whole life, this this deep, deep and intense non-specific love for the natural world, it's Celtic. It's Celtic culture. It's wrapped up in Celtic culture. It's it it's embodied in in Celtic culture. I have so much to talk about. Like months ago, months and months ago, I took to heart Willie Ehrman's ask to go, or Willie Ehrman's suggestion that settlers go and connect to our own culture and our own language. And I can only testify that that is the truth. That will change your life. It changed my life. It's, it's changing my life. Um, connecting to Celtic culture gave me place. It gave me roots, thousands and thousands of year old roots of um, a worldview that that still lives in me. Our spirituality, our Celtic spirituality is alive. It's alive and living in all of us here, transplanted Celts on Turtle Island. It's, um, it's rich and deep and the words, the Celtic words, sorry, the Gaelic words that I'm learning, um, and they're mostly Irish, are, are wrapped up in that. Okay, here's a word, Anamkora. Also Anamkara, Anamkora. It translates to um, soulmate or soul friend, but it's more than that because it's connected to Mohatiat and it's connected to Celtic worldview and Celtic spirituality. Anamkora is um, a soul friend and it's the idea though that we all share one soul. And so we can have Mohatiat, which is sensitivity and feeling for any being in the world because we all share one soul, we all share Anam. Everything in Celtic um, worldview isn't spirited. There's no separation between your regular life and your spiritual life. Life is spiritual. Life is um, made of, of one soul, one connected soul. And you can feel Anamkwara uh, for everything. You can have Anamkwara uh, with any being in the world. And the idea as well is that we can learn from the natural world directly, that trees um, have wisdom and we can learn directly from trees, we can learn directly from the animals, we can learn directly from the plants and the wind and the water and the birds, everything, everything because it is all autumn and we um, can have autumn Cora. We can be Anamkora to one another. We can be Anamkora to the trees. Uh, Anamkora, soulmate, soul friend, soul beings with one another. And we can learn directly from the natural world. So the next Gaelic phrase that I learned was Hialta Nakruina. Hialta Nakruina. And this is. Um, translated into the song of the world or world music or the song of the universe and it is the feeling that you have after a rain or after a fog 
um, when you stand with your arms outstretched and the sun dances on your skin. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I love, I love this connection. I feel like, of course I'm Celtic. Why have I been resisting that for so long? Anyway, Hialta um, Nakruana. That is the song of the universe. That is the sunlight dancing on your skin. And that song was translated by um, Ogma. I don't know, a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, into the Ogham script. So the Ogham script is the translation of the song of the universe into an alphabet, um, an old Irish alphabet. And each one of the letters refers to a tree. I'm home. <laughs> oh, these are my ancestors. This is who I am. This is, this is the identity of this physical body in the world. This is the expression of Anam or universal soul in this identification point. This body is Celtic. I'm reborn as a reconnecting Celt on Turtle Island. So here's another Gaelic word. Uh, this, this word is called Tor. Tor. Okay, Tor. Means prophecy. And prophecy is an integral part of Celtic culture. It's just an integrated aspect of living a life that is inspirited. Living a life where um, spirit lives and walks with you and is in everything and they believed in auguries and auguries are are like um, signs premonitions not well yeah premonitions prophecy um, signs in the world messages from from spirit um, in the physical world and the beautiful thing in Celtic culture is that they were available to everyone at all times it wasn't just special classes of people um, that could receive messages from spirit it was everyone everyone could receive them and could learn from them so prophecy is an integral part of Celtic culture and it may be why if you're of Celtic um, ancestry uh, you have a little bit of the sight because it's part of our culture and I'm not saying that other cultures don't have it it's just uh, I've just recently learned that it, I come by it naturally. Connecting with um, my Celtic culture and uh, my Celtic ancestry has decoupled me from any identity with whiteness. The idea of calling myself white is ridiculous. <laughs> it's so shallow and superficial and anemic in comparison to the rich foundation and history and life that exists in Celtic culture that whiteness is just ridiculous bullshit and I just want to suggest for any of you who have identified as white to look into your ancestry um, and to reconnect to your ancestors and um, your history uh, trust me, whatever you're afraid of uncovering is um, is nothing compared to what you'll receive in return. 
I have been claimed by Celtic ancestors and I claim them in return and they're here with me now and it's beautiful and whiteness is some made-up bullshit uh, so going forward I'm going I'm gonna share whatever I learn on this new rediscovering my Celtic um, ancestry and, and culture path that I'm on and I'm learning through some books but I also think that it's important from um, from my cultural standpoint to learn directly from the world and directly from my ancestors and that's what I'm doing that's what I'll do I'm listening to a podcast called Celtic Source um, by a Welsh a Welsh a Welsh man he's a doctor Dr. Willem I don't know sometimes I struggle with the Gaelic pronunciation I go to a website called forvo.com and there's another one that I just found out and I'll put it in the description or maybe I'll I'll, I'll know what it is and it'll be up here um, but these are pronunciation websites so when you see a word that's in Gaelic um, you can go and learn how to pronounce it because the pronunciation is not English like it's using um, Latin or anglicized letters like alphabet to um, pronounce pronounce things really differently Mohatiat you should have seen the Mohatiat Mohatiat mm. <laughs> I need pronunciation <laughs> so hopefully that helps you so over the past three weeks of integrating uh, this new Celtic connection Celtic cultural connection that I have what I've uncovered and it's not a surprise there's a lot of shame in the culture and it's not necessarily for things that were done by us but to us like the Celtic cultures were oppressed horribly by pretty much every invader um, that came into the British Isles and um, I don't think any of that has been processed I don't think any of the famines were processed um, by our ancestors I don't think that the penal laws and the laws against our culture practicing our culture it was illegal to to practice worship in the old ways um, it was illegal to teach our children Gaelic um, and Irish it was illegal to um, <coughs> to play bagpipes it was illegal basically to continue to participate in any of our cultural activities or ceremonies or sacred spiritual rites there was also just a basic message repeated from the establishment in what was becoming England um, that the Scottish and the Irish and the Welsh were uh, backwards just Celtic culture in general was backwards and barbaric and ignorant and valueless and that was a message that was repeated for hundreds of years and society was built upon that message and that 
viewpoint that ancient Celtic wisdom and ancient Celtic ceremony and worship was barbaric and backwards and valueless. And that's never been processed. I see that that type of trauma, that type of ancestral trauma, inherited trauma, as being a ripe ground to accept something like whiteness in a new land, like on Turtle Island. Can you imagine being a, a, a settler who has, is carrying um, hundreds of years of unprocessed uh, trauma and dehumanization to come to a new land and suddenly have the possibility of owning land and also have the possibility of um, accepting a new identity, fresh and white. A fresh white identity that is disconnected, cut off from all of that stuff where you can begin anew and you don't have to deal with any of that you don't have to process it or consider it you can start anew and um, and go forward in whiteness I mean I I see that as being uh, very attractive um, and I understand that they didn't process because who the fuck would process when you're just trying to survive I get it I get it um, and I think that is what we can do as reconnecting Celts is we can process that shame and that trauma and see it for what it is in a historical perspective and um, and heal it and root our Celtic culture on Turtle Island. So one thing that's been really uh, hard to see is how similarly the colonization of the Celtic people on the British Isles is to the colonization of indigenous people on Turtle Island. Same playbook. I'm not trying to say I'm like indigenous people or that um, Celtic, well, Celtic people were traumatized in very similar ways. <clears throat> but I do, I recognize um, that my my, my whiteness here on Turtle Island is a benefit to me, okay? And I'm not trying to downplay that. Um, but the, the playbooks are very, very similar. It's almost exactly the same. Come, um, push the people off their land, bring in a bunch of your own people and settle on lands, push, push people off their sacred lands that they've, um, they've stewarded for centuries. Try and erase their culture. Make it impossible to, to practice their culture. Encourage them to lose their language, to lose connection to their culture, and try and assimilate, assimilate them into the new dominant culture. It's the same playbook. Celtic people came to Turtle Island uh, without any understanding um, that they were being the oppressors, that they came and the settlers took land and cleared it and farmed it, probably without any consideration at all for the people who were here before. Especially if they were connecting to whiteness, they identified as whiteness, there was no reason to consider who was here before. You have to deal with that when you connect to your Celtic culture. But it also, for me, is a deconnecting from um, identity as a Canadian. That's why I, I will, as often as I can, refer to uh, this continent as Turtle Island, because referring to it as Canada is a way to erase the history of how it became 
Canada. It's like we sprung up here, uh, rooted here and grew from seeds into white Canadians without any history, without any oppression or genocide or trauma committed to the people who are here and the land that's here. And we just appeared and evolved into this. And it's like, it's bullshit. It's whiteness and identity as Canadian to me are not accurate. It's not, it's not real, it's made up. So I'm a Celt on Turtle Island. In the spirit of Tor, I have a vision for Turtle Island. Can you imagine millions of Celts on Turtle Island connecting to their culture and their spirituality, standing in support of indigenous people, to move into sovereignty and leadership and stewardship over Turtle Island. That's what I see. We have more in common as Celts with indigenous people than we do with any other worldview. And we are powerful allies to indigenous sovereignty and indigenous stewardship over Turtle Island, over the land here. Uh, Celtic culture also has uh, seven generations of sustainability rule where when you harvest, um, you harvest only as much as will be um, beneficial for seven generations. I don't know why I'm still surprised <laughs> when I learn things that parallel worldview and beliefs, spiritual um, livelihood beliefs between indigenous people and Celtic culture. Um, I anticipate that there's more. I have been doing ancestry work for a little over a year now, um, emotional healing, spiritual healing work. Um, I'd recommend if you're interested to look into, what is happening? Something's happening. I'd recommend doing a genogram um, looking into Bowen family systems theory and doing a genogram. Do a DNA test. Yeah, do a DNA ancestry thing uh, if you're comfortable with that. It's helpful to know what your genes look like. It's helpful. It's just helpful to know. I mean, I don't, I don't pinpoint 100% accuracy that that's who I am, but it's, it's it's pretty helpful to know what, to know DNA wise that I am like 98% Celtic culture. Um, you may be surprised and it can give you direction for where you need to look to connect to your ancestry and to look into the people and their beliefs. And uh, it's, for me, it was just amazing to be seen so wholly. <laughs> to be recognized and to find um, where I belong. It's an embodiment of belonging and hopefully community, you know, spiritual, cultural community 
um, to share. That's why I'm posting these is I hope those who are also on the path will interact with me and, uh, and we can share what we learn um, because we're transplanted, right? We're transplanted Celts on Turtle Island and it won't be exactly what it was in the British Isles. Like it can't be, it can't be. Um, it's different. I have, my mother's people have um, seven generations living on Turtle Island. As of yet, I know that they are also Celtic ancestry because of my mother's DNA test. Um, but I still, after eight months of looking, I still can't find the paperwork that takes them off Turtle Island. Like, I've gone back to the mid-1700s with Susan Mahoney. Susan Mahoney. That's Irish as fuck. <laughs> Maybe one day. I know they did. I know that they're immigrants, obviously. There's no indigenous blood. There's no indigenous ancestry in my tree. It's all Celtic. But seven generations of ancestors, my fifth great-grandmother um, is on Turtle Island. Like, I love this place so much.